0: Hi, this is me again. Well, I'm back again. (laughs) So, let's say food, cultural relations with food, my personal relationship with food, your identity, Uh, a book about food that I can never live without. So yeah, grab your favorite beverage, maybe a book that you're reading, your comfort, food, could be anything. And join me on this journey that we're going about to take. Now, when I talk about food, that entire concept of food is like a dark-yord memory for me. So I'm at peace in three multitudes. Growing up, I've constantly wondered whether I was ever at home and the entire concept of home had me baffled. Like, I do not know if I can call the place that I was born and brought it as home because it seems so broken and wounded. And there are places that I've moved to. There are places that I have created a safe space for. But even though I have, I keep wondering whether I can call these places as my home. Home or Any kind of safe places are supposed to give you a sense of relief, not numbness of nicotine or the alcohol's high. So I've had friends of mine um, joining in on the conversations and how the world would be a better place if everyone took their time to watch a sunset. And I soon realized how wrong I was. The The skies can be hauntingly beautiful on days that I want to run away and comforting when my sleeplessness or insomnia hits me. So there were days when my paternal grandmother used to show me the stars, on, stars in the sky and she would do these on the days that she had a lot to talk about and she would tell me that on days the earth was angry, there would be no stars. And as I speak to you, the sky seems so empty without their guests. So if I talk about food, if I have a conversation about food with anybody, the first and foremost thing that comes to my mind is chai. Tea, if you want a more fancy word. But chai. Or as in Malayalam, say chaya. So chai, chaya in any form holds a very important role in my life. I would like to believe that it was the I love you. The sort of "I love you" in my family, because yeah, you know. as a nation household, I never grew up hearing those words. I grew up knowing them through food, through acts of services, through physical touch, so on and so forth. So my maternal grandmother's chai tasted different depending on her mood. She would make katan chaya, which is your black tea. On days that she felt very low, she would make Sulaimani, which is your black tea with this small dash of lemon and mint leaves. Um, On days that she was content and she was happy, in a way. And palchaya, which is your milk tea, on days that she was overjoyed, had a lot to talk about, had stories from her childhood to share and so on. I guess this was her way of communicating with the 12-year-old who was constantly engaged or entangled in chaos and was trying to find a way out in many ways, if that makes sense. I believe that the word I love you had started to lose, not its significance, but just like how the word thank you or sorry kind of started to lose its essence. The word I love you started to lose its significance in the current contemporary scenario. And when that started to happen, I think I resorted to cooking or making food, making tea for the people that I adore and love. So, chai became this only way that I could talk when words kind of escaped through my fingers. I am not an extroverted person never have been never will be never was uh, i prefer podcasting over blogging for this one reason that nobody can see my face uh it feels like i'm talking to a non-living object which is the laptop so it's not much of a i i do get anxious but it's a, it's something that i can control so i am a stranger to myself in public spaces be it at college or be it around a few of my classmates or my friends could be anywhere and I still struggle with emotions on a daily basis but the minute i walk into my room there's this blanket of warmth that hugs me and i used to pride myself on having the room with the best view so i used to live uh, before moving to this current space that i'm existing in i used to have this beautiful window view of the sky where i could literally see the sunset every single day like Half of the time, my evenings were spent watching the sky, with my glass of chai, just enjoying or just existing in that moment. And in my room, my books are arranged neatly into stacks. It's not in the alphabetical order or in any kind of chronological order because um, it's hard. I cannot put Peshkov or Plan near my Memcalf, nor Fitzgerald near my Tol- Tolstoy. And Virginia Woolf needs or says, demands a room of her own. And I've often come across Plath in my baking oven for unexplainable reasons. While on the other hand, I have Oscar Wilde demanding a position where he could have a decent glimpse of my laptop screen. And I do carry my Shakespeare's around because he needs tragedy and I provide. I put Kundera and Freud in a stash and I've seen things that I can't talk about. I stashed all my other books where I have forsaken my life and preserved for another life. My walls are filled with Frida Kahlo, Gork, Plath, Paul Royce posters of K-drama, anime and just, just, just my pure adoration for K-pop bands. And my room is one of the most vulnerable states that I can ever be in. And my room shades changes shades and shapes every minute and on certain days my room turns out to be my haven a place where i can be myself regardless of the time but there are days when my room scares me they keep making me sweat uh i just want to leave i want to go get some a better space i'm not sure i there are days when the four walls just seem so claustrophobic to me and there are days when i can feel the room getting bigger and bigger But every time I look around, it's all the same. And there are days when I wake up at 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning just from a very terrible nightmare or just random sleep, waking up. I'm not sure if that's right. But there are times when I wish that someone would know me as well as the walls and the curtains in my room. And that's there. So for me, holding on is the hardest part of my life. I feel that is the hardest, personally for me. I feel that's the hardest part of my life. If you feel differently, you're welcome to feel that way. But personally for me, with my experiences, I feel like holding on is like the hardest part of my life. Maybe it might change in the coming years because people evolve and it is often comforting to know that the moon has curved edges to make your holding safer. And they seem to be leaning on you more than the normally perceived notion, and that is some kind of a validation that I love. Now, let's stop talking about myself and let's focus on the food part. So, we have this concept of um, being a chai family. Like, I have always thought that we were a chai family because my maternal grandparents drink chai, so does my uh, maternal grandparents. Like, I grew up around chai, so being around chai 24 7, while growing up, I thought like, you know, my true love was coffee or kapi as we say. And I had this kind of a secret affair. And I still do. I do not hate coffee at any point of time. I still do have this need to have um, coffee many times. Uh, it's not that I have a bad relationship. It's just I prefer chai over there. Uh But yeah, so I have this secret affair with kapi or coffee which still seems surreal to me. So when I shifted to a metropolitan city in double quotes, it took me a while to find the space to exist. And I can assure you that it was food that kept me sane through the constant hustle bustle of the city. Like I cannot uh, emphasize this more that the amount of importance or the amount of effect that food has had on my life and that is so unconsciously, like, it's not something that I am doing voluntarily, but it's something that comes to me very naturally, and that has had a huge impact, that has helped me survive days when i did not want to get out of bed, they just helped me survive days when uh, we were just hanging out, like, friends and I would be just at one, one or the other person's place, and we just food was the one way to get us all together food or beverage in one way so yeah so food has had a huge impact on me coming moving to bangalore or moving to the space that i exist right now and living in kerala for the past i would have to say 20 years of my life um it has been a different experience like i grew up with a lot of things it is difficult or is Something that is not often found here in this so-called metropolitan city. So there are days when I just crave kappa and kandari moloka, which is your basic uh, tapioca, boiled tapioca, and your uh, bird's eye chili uh, chutney. I would have to say. But those, those those were the things that used to keep me sane, that those were the things that kept me going for days on. And... Um, There are days that I crave for, um, I don't know, there are days that I crave for just small, small items. Could be just jackfruit, which my grandmother used to peel. Like, I would be studying or pretending to study at least. And then I would get this sweet aroma or the sweet smell of the jackfruit being opened. And I would like close all my books. I'm like, "Mm," done with the studies and just run off find my, wherever, whichever corner my grandmother is in and just sit with her, watch her open it. And while she does that, eat a few pieces and then claim to have no knowledge about where half of the jackfruit went. So that used to be, uh, if I have to think about the good parts or the happy parts of my childhood or growing up, I would have to say all of them are related to food. And now coming to the important part, um, I have associated food With memory, of of course we all do, and often at times, certain memories are not that happy to live through, or that happy to take in. There are days when the food that I make often reminds me of people who have, who are no longer in part of my life, and that grief just lays on top of my shoulder, and it gets heavy to a point where i cannot walk i crawl not literally but in an emotional mental scenario i crawl with that grief while i'm making food it's not a nice experience to go through if you ask me but i think that is how i remember that is how i create meaning for this existence create uh i think that is one of the beautiful ways that i remember people who are no longer part of my life, and that is um, that is just that is beautifully haunting. That is scary. That is precious. That is all kinds of adjectives that you can find both good and bad in double quotes. Again, uh, so I think for my birthday, this birthday, this year's birthday, I mean last year's birthday, <laughs> uh, I had three of my friends uh, who gifted me this particular book called as Crying in H Mart. She's written by Japanese, the planned Japanese breakfast lead vocalist, Michelle Zona, where she talks about uh, an H Mart, uh, Asian food mart in US and in other spaces as well. And you don't realize how much of an identity, you don't realize the, how do I put it in better words? This is not easy. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. The point is that um, you don't realize how much food has played a role in the creation of your identity unless and until you move to another space or you move away from your core roots, if I have to say. You move to another space, be it anywhere. It could be even five kilometers away from where you were born and brought up. You will understand how how much you create or you build up your identity with food the concept of food the cooking processes the eating processes anything and everything so there have been days when uh when i was doing my masters when uh one of my friends would literally tell me so my friend that particular friend makes really good chai so this is how they would blackmail me not blackmail they would like Persuade me to come to their place and then go back home. Kind of a scenario. They'll be like, "Hey, listen, you know what? You need chai. I can make chai for you. It's like two minutes walk from the college. Let's go." And I'll be, I'll be damn persuaded. I'm not even kidding you. I realize that I'm that gullible. But then, yeah, that happens. And we just sit together. We talk about books. We talk about movies. We watch something together. Could be anything. And there are days when another particular friend of mine comes home. she comes and cooks, and my mother is a huge fan of that. She keeps asking, uh, and I like that. I like how my I cannot cook for people that I am not close to. It, it's not uh, because I don't want them to be close. It's just that I can cook, but I'm not sure whether the food will be tasty or not. Because when it's with when it's for people that I absolutely adore and love, it just comes naturally to me. Like I don't have any issues cooking for people that I absolutely adore, and I will do it. You ask me at three o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, saying, "Hey, I'm hungry," I will get up and make anything for you. That is how I am, and yeah. So that is my relationship with food, and yeah. I think that is how much. And and this this realization hit me very late like i have never i had given food importance obviously because it's one of your basic necessities i've not thought of it more beyond that i've not it has never occurred to me that food as a core as a as a link to memories as a link to your identity as a link to your values and ideologies as a link to your uh, love language all of these came as a realization very late in my life because for me food was this basic necessity if I like that food great I had a particular favorite food well and nice but all of these hit me very very late when I realized that oh food or any kind of edible material is how I associate my memories my people with there's this um, there's this particular chicken curry that one of my friends made, that if I see that somewhere on the menu, I instantly think of them. Or if I see a particular kind of dal being made, I think of them. If I see a particular butter mushroom being made, I think of this particular person. So it's beautiful how I have associated so much of my core memories with food, something so simple, something so basic to your living, to your existence. And we just, to not realize how important it is most of the times. And I'm really, really glad that I have come to that realization. Uh, and there have been days when we just go out to, when we have money, when we're not broke as college students, where we go out to, I think I recently did that with one of my friends as well, where we went to one of the cafes, we sat there, she was working, I was reading something. We didn't talk much. I mean, there was not much conversation because she had to work. I was reading my book. But I cherished it so much that I even got the coaster that they gave me and I have it stuck up on my wall. Like every time I look at that coaster, I'll be like, oh, this is the day that I went to this particular place with this person. And we had a beautiful time. And I think that's the beauty of existence. Yeah. (laughs) And with all that is being said, suggest if you're somebody who finds food as this code, um code link to your identity I would really suggest you reading crying in H Marta because it breaks your heart makes you cry which is both ironically the same thing and yeah that's all for today I hope you really like my I hope you really like my thoughts I hope your beverage is not done yet because I've been speaking for a while I hope your book is also not done yet because Again, I've been speaking for a while. But yeah, these are my thoughts. And I hope to see you soon. I hope you had a really wonderful stay here. I hope you keep staying. I hope you have a beautiful day ahead. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining. And I shall see you the next time. And I'm sorry if the thoughts kept breaking out in between. Because that is how my thought processes work. And I do not want to have a written out thing where i'd be reading because that just seemed to uh i don't know seem to structure it for me and i'd not want that to happen i just want this to be a space where thoughts fall in together and at the end it somehow makes sense i hope it made sense so yeah until i see you the next time bye bye this is blown bye